Hello, everyone, and welcome to Salary Capped. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Now, in the 43rd minute of Denmark's opening game of the Euros against Finland, star midfielder Christian Eriksen collapsed to the ground, suffering a cardiac episode that required life-saving CPR and a shock from an automated external defibrillator. And joining me today to talk about the importance of these actions and, uh, and what we can learn from this situation is Dr. Matt Davis. He's board certified in primary care sports medicine and has served as a team physician for SMU Athletics for over 20 years. Dr. Davis, thank you so much for joining me today. Good to be here, Tyler. Thank you for asking me to be on here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again uh, for, for joining us for this, uh, for this discussion. Now, you were watching the match live um, between Denmark and Finland and saw the Christian Eriksen uh, situation. As someone who has um, experience situations like this throughout your career. What what goes through your mind when you see something like that on, on TV? Well, it brought back some memories and, you know, most of them aren't good. Whenever you have to get involved in a situation like this, that, um, you know, a lot of stuff goes through your mind. I mean, you kind of switch into professional mode and, you know, this is something that we're trained to do, whether it's it's generally in the hospital. You hate to see it happen on the field, but it's it's happened in my career. And, and so you kind of switch into professional mode and there's an algorithm where you go through um, and uh, so that's what kind of went through my head is just my personal experiences dealing with a situation like that. Um, again, it's not entirely uh, pleasant, but, um, you know, the, the, the folks there in the field looked like they were doing exactly what we're all trained to do. So when you have had to, you know, go into situations like this and when you have experienced them in the past, what are the first things that, that you're looking for as you approach one of these types of situations? What are your first steps as someone who's trained and, and knowledgeable in this area? Well, it's really no different than if you were walking down the street and, you know, ran into a situation like, a situation like that. You know, in, in basic life support, there's algorithms where people go through basically you just assess the assess the person the individual the patient you find out if they if they're breathing if they're conscious if they have a pulse you kind of run through that checklist and once you decide that they don't have a pulse then you kick into um you know cpr mode and that's the first thing to to that that goes through your head you know as a, as a medical professional or anyone really who's trained in cpr or basic life support um that you you got to start cpr as, as your as your uh, you know first step uh, so that's really the first thing you do is just do an assessment. And once you realize, hey, this patient's not breathing and or doesn't have a pulse, in other words, their heart's not beating, then it's time to start CPR. It certainly seems like from uh, from viewing that one of his teammates, one of Christian Eriksen's teammates, uh, Simon Kayar, uh, did a good job of getting him in a good position. He checked to make sure his airway wasn't blocked and seemed to at least have some idea of some good procedures to walk through. Um, and, and maybe in the end uh, helped Christian Eriksen uh, ultimately survive that situation. Um, is this an area where you think that more athletes and coaches can be trained in terms of what to look for, good initial first steps to take when, when these situations do arise? Because um, whether we like it or not, these, these situations do happen. Well, athletes or not, yeah, absolutely. Everyone, there's really no downside to everyone getting trained up and, and knowing what to look for and what to do. Um, I, I think the good news is that um, more and more sports uh, sanctioning bodies are requiring coaches to undergo some sort of at least basic life support training so that they understand what to look for. Um, certainly that's applicable to athletes as well. And I don't know, you know, obviously what the other players on the Danish team had gone through or what their qualifications were or, or training. But um, anytime anyone has just a basic fundamental understanding of what to do and what to look for, it's going to be helpful. 
Um, and in this, uh, again, the good news is that in most sports, at least here in the United States, that more and more sanctioned bodies are requiring coaches or people in, or even referees, um, those types of folks to be trained up to what to look for um, in these types of circumstances. Um, in this case, uh, an AED was also used on, on the field. How readily available are those um, for most sporting events in the United States, at least from, from your perspective? Um, what, what, what's the, uh, I, I suppose, just what have you experienced when it comes to the, the availability of AEDs at, at most sporting events in the U.S.? So the great news is, Tyler, that in the last few years, they've become more and more available. Um, I think that's for a couple of different reasons. Number one is that people have recognized that they work and they really do work. Um, and if you talk to, you know, the folks in the cardiac world, cardiologists in, uh, specifically who deal with these types of issues, they're called electrophysiologists. They'll tell you that they work nine times out of 10 when they're available in these types of circumstances. And so I think people have recognized that and there's been a big push to make those available. I think down at the, even at the high school level now, most high schools are requiring the use of or the availability of AEDs. Um, I think the fact that they become more, much more affordable over the last, you know, five or years or so, I think now one typically will cost on the lower end, maybe $1,500. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, you look at, and we're here in Texas, you look at high schools who have, you know, $1,500 for an athletic program, probably a drop in the bucket, you know, and certainly at the collegiate and professional level, they're, they're, they're very widely available. I know on the sidelines yeah. at SMU, with all sports, we always have an AED available. Um, so, um, again, they've become much more widely available, thankfully, I think for variety of factors, um, but mainly because they work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, one question that, that, uh, a lot of people have asked me as if I have any expertise in the area, but I guess because I'm a soccer fan, uh, that, uh, I, I've, I've become the default question, uh, person to ask this question to, but one question that I've been asked is, don't they do tests to screen athletes for heart conditions or, or something along these lines? Are there underlying uh, conditions that could be exposed with certain scans or tests or anything like that? Or um, is this something where you just don't know until something presents itself and a situation like this could happen? So that's a really great question. And, um, you know, I know this podcast is a limited amount of time. We could probably bring some other people on and we could have that debate for several hours. And we do in the sports medicine community about how much screening is enough or how much screening should people do for these types of issues. And that's a really big debate in the sports medicine community. Um, it's a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, picking up things that are really not um, applicable relative to picking up things that are applicable. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Christian Erickson, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, plays soccer professionally for his club in Italy. Is that, is that right? Or perhaps mm -hmm. I'm mistaken That's correct. on that. But. Yeah. So the Italian model actually is, um, is way more testing than we do here in the United States. So I'm fairly certain that he would have um, received a lot of testing to look for these a uh, couple certain things that might create these cardiac what we call cardiac arrhythmias or, or problems when you have heart and and put you more at risk for sudden cardiac death so the italians are really um heavy on the testing we're a little less so in the united states there's probably a happy medium there but there are certain things like ekgs and echocardiograms 
where you actually look at the structure of the heart using an ultrasound that can pick up certain things. EKGs look at the electrical system of the heart and they look to see if there are any specific conduction abnormalities or potential problems with the electrical system. The big debate is whether we do screening EKGs on everybody and whether that's worthwhile. And that's really the big debate here in the United States is a campus that says, yes, we should do it on everybody. There's a campus that says we probably are wasting our time. But the Italians have really weighed heavily on doing more testing for everybody, especially at the professional level, and they even go down to the high school level. Um, so without knowing the specifics of, of him, my guess is that he did have a lot of testing beforehand. Um, uh, and knowing that and saying that and going to the to the issue of why we might not want, not want to test everybody is because we can't figure out everything and we don't know everything in advance. And to your point that a lot of times these things just happen. It's, it's you know, unfortunately, just bad luck. And there's probably a reason for that. And he's probably gotten some more extensive testing, what we call electrophysiologic testing while he's been in the hospital. At least that's typical here in the United States when an athlete as an episode like this, but um, you know, that's a long answer to your question, but um, there are certain things that can be done. And my guess is he's probably had those done and he falls in one of those categories, which is the most people when you just, it just happens. Right, right. It's, it's one of those situations where 29 year old professional athlete playing soccer, a sport that, um, you know, requires a high level of fitness and, uh, and this seems to come out of the blue for him. And so, um, yeah, a, a, a long answer, but I think a very good answer and a very uh, educational answer uh, for me anyway. So, um, Dr. Davis, hopefully this doesn't put you too much on the spot, but do, are you aware of any resources if people are watching this or listening to this and thinking, I'd like to become CPR certified or learn a little bit more about what I can do in these particular situations? Do you know of any resources that you can point people to that, that might help them in that case? Yeah, American Heart Association, um, you know, they're kind of the they're the standard bearer for CPR for basic life support and advanced cardiac life support. Advanced cardiac life support is a little more training, um, but they're they're kind of blending together. And we'll, and you can go online, um, American Heart Association, just kind of Google that. And there, there's all sorts of classes um, to get CPR certified with the use of an AED. It's about a four hour class. It's, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, uh, probably, you know, if, if something folks want to do, it's probably worthwhile. And the classes are all over the place all the time. Um, but American Heart Association would be a good potential resource for folks. Very good. Very good. I haven't been certified uh, in CPR and that sort of thing in 13 years. So I think it's probably time for me to revisit that. And I think I will um, in light of, uh, of all of this. So Dr. Matt Davis, thank you again so much for joining us here today and uh, sharing your expertise and sharing your thoughts just from your experiences and, um, and giving us some education on what we can do moving forward. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, Tyler.